This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the Eye on Money show. It is Thursday, July 7th, and I am here with my partner in crime, Mark Talercio. Hello, Mark. How are you? Bonjour. Bonjour. Très bien. Merci. Et toi? Oh, my God. You're going to have to expand your French if you're really going there next month. What are you doing to brush up on your French before you go? I am uh, I'm studying. I have a little app on my phone, so I'm practicing every day. I'm progressing through my lesson, so I'm getting there. I'm getting there. How's the how are the verb conjugations going? Uh, they're going. That's that's kind of very similar to what I've done in Italian. So it's not completely foreign to me. Well, it is uh, it is July. And even though it is the summertime, we know that you still have financial questions. And it doesn't matter what that question is. Whatever is important to you is important to us. And we would love to hear from you. And the way you reach us is by going to our website, jillonmoney.com and just click the contact us button and then we'll get your note. And sometimes we read your messages, but it's so much better when you come on the air live with us. It's so much better for everyone. It's just a more fun experience. So today we are joined by John, who's on the line in Pennsylvania, and we're delighted to have you, John. So uh, what can we do for you today? Hi, Jill. Hi, Mark. Doing pretty well. So I, I have a couple questions for you. Um, my wife and I, I feel like we haven't been the, the best savers over the years. We've, you know, we have a couple kids, so obviously we have some expense with that. And we've, we've done a pretty good job with paying my wife's way through school. She got her master's and we came out with no student loans. So, you know, because of all that, I think we just didn't, I feel like we were a little behind our retirement savings. So I was actually, I received a decent sized uh, retirement last year. And, and one of my goals with that was kind of to to shore up our financial futures and and, uh, and make sure we were good. So kind of want to go through that with you and, and see if I'm on the right track and if I'm missing anything. Great. Um, so your wife got a master's. Is she working now? She is working. Yes. She works How much does she earn? She earns about 60000 Okay, great. And do you also work? I do. And what do you earn? I have a base salary of eighty five um, with bonuses of between twenty and thirty thousand. When do you usually receive your bonuses? They're actually monthly. Oh, how interesting. Are you in sales? No, um, I, I actually work in product sourcing for an e-commerce company. Our goals are based on new product revenue. Mark, do you understand that sentence that that meant that John just said, I'm in product sourcing for an e-commerce company? Can you tell me what that means, John? Translate for, for the dumb folks like me out there. So I, I, what I do is I go out and find new products that we can sell on our website and basically negotiate those, those brands and products. Interesting. Okay. That sounds much easier, but I like the way you put it. Are you and your wife both using retirement plans through work? 
Yeah, so I I am finally maxing out my uh, Roth 401k. Um, previously, I was only a- adding up to the match. Um, and my wife has, because she's in a school district, she has um, 8% mandatory that comes out and goes into her uh, school pension. Great. And nothing beyond that 8%, right? Correct. She does have a 403b available to her, which we have not contributed anything to at this point. Okay. How much money is in your 401k right now? Uh, my Roth 401k has about 95000 in it. Okay. And do you have an old traditional plan that's outsta- out there somewhere? Yeah, there's a rollover traditional IRA with about 60000 Do you guys have money? Oh, let me ask you one other question. Does your wife have any old retirement plans that are kicking around? Uh, that that traditional is actually her. That's her plan. Okay, yeah. that's hers. Okay, got it. Great. And do you have money that is set aside for the kids yet for college or not? We have uh, some 529s, but they have very little, just a couple thousand dollars in them, not much at all. How old are the kids? 16, 12, and 7. Um, what's the game plan college-wise? Uh, my thought was hopefully they're going to go to uh, community college and state school so it's not too expensive, and then, and then maybe we can uh, cash flow that. Okay. So how about money that's in non-retirement assets? So not 529, not retirement um cash or brokerage? Well, actually, one, one other retirement account we have, I opened up Roth IRAs for us a couple of years ago. So we have about 25,000 combined in those. That's good. You're not, you're not so far off. How old are you? I'm 46. My wife is 36. Oh, you're screwed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you said 46 and 36? That's correct. Okay. I got it. So the Roths are 25 grand. All right. Let's talk about cash. Uh, savings account or checking or, you know, just like safe money. What do you got? Yeah, plain old cash. I have just about 15000 which is one of my questions. I feel like that might be a little light. And we also have, because of the inheritance that we got uh, last year, I have a brokerage account with almost 900000 in it. Wow. Wow. So you inherited this account. And I presume that this all means that the over the last year, up, down, sideways, but the cost basis is locked in at the date of death valuation, right? Correct. What is this inheritance invested in? Right now, about 800000 of that is just all in index funds. It's like um, S&P 500, Vanguard Value, just a bunch of various index funds. Okay, it's great. broadly diversified. Um, there is 100000 in there that's in cash as well, but I was wondering if I should invest that. It's about 95.5, only about 5% in bonds. Do you have any um, kind of notion around this inheritance? Like, do you want this to be used for college? Do you want this to just be your supplemental retirement? How do you feel about this? Yeah, I think both of those things was kind of kind of in my mind. I mean, I, I figure that, you know, even if the market grows average returns over the next 20 years, I think, you know, we'll have a decent amount in there for retirement. And I probably would use some of that money for my kid's college if we need to. Okay, I got you. Very good. How about the house? Would you, you own a home? We do. How much uh, is, would you say it's worth? Guesstimate. Four eighty-five. Okay. And do you have a mortgage outstanding? We do. Uh, three twenty-five at three point six percent. Besides the mortgage, any other debt that you have? Yeah, I just have one one car loan, about thirty thousand on it at two point nine percent. Any other assets to tell us about? I do have a small basket of crypto, uh, about one hundred and forty thousand. That's my kind of small basket. I was just going to say, what do you mean by small? Since when is 140 grand small? Compared to the brokerage account, it's small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you didn't save the brokerage account. You would have, someone had to die for you to get that. Come on. 
Jesus. Who died, by the way? Uh, it was my grandfather. Your grandfather left this directly to you? Do you have siblings? What do you mean? Well, I want more information. Uh, yeah, there was two other two other members of my family also got equivalent uh, in her. What? You each got a million bucks almost? Pretty much, yes. Oh, my God. I love your grandfather. What a good guy. So he was like a Depression-era guy who saved like crazy? Yeah, yeah. For Unbelievable. Sure. You know what? We're such wimps, aren't we? We're like, no, oh, it's hard for us to save. And they're like, well, you know what? We were waiting for in line for bread. And then we decided we'd save some of that money also. They're much tougher than we are. All right. What are we doing with a small crypto? What do you want to do with it? Can we can we blow it out? Should we sell it? Should what do you want to keep some? What do you want to do with it? Well, that was my that was one of the questions. So I think my cost basis on this is about 15K. So it's pretty significant gains. Yeah. Um, I've been holding for more than a year, so it is in the long term capital gains area. Do you think you're going to get a $30,000 bonus? I doubt it. It'd probably be 15 to 20. Okay. Okay. Just want to make sure. So 160, 70, 170. Uh, so listen, you're in the firmly in a 15% tax bracket for long-term capital gains, right? I don't know if you're going to have a long-term capital gains rate that's cheaper than that in the next, let's call it 20 years. All right. I really, I'm not sure about that. So it may behoove you to take some money off the table. I'm not saying you have to take it all off, but you invested 15 grand. You were like, eh, what happens? Big deal. If I lose 15, I lose 15, right? Now you've got a $140,000 bet on this asset class. What do you think is a reasonable amount of money to take off the table if we pay some taxes? What do you feel like? Maybe half of it? I would say at least half of it. I mean, I was sort of thinking like, let's just sell a hundred and leave you with 40. But if you want to do half, I'm good. And then you add it to the brokerage account. So I'm going to assume that in your inherit, in your non-qualified assets, there's $900,000. And then there's an extra, I'm going to say 50 grand, which is after tax crypto. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Life insurance? So one of my questions, we don't have a lot of life insurance. We basically have only about 100K each through work. I think we probably need to up that. Yeah, you betcha. Can you buy more through work or not? Yeah, I think so. I think I can probably go up to a half million or a million. Let's look at that anyway. Are you are you pretty secure in this job? Do you feel like you might move? Do you feel like, I mean, how, how do you feel about work right now? I'm feeling pretty good about it, actually. Um, I've been there for almost 10 years. Um, oh, wow. I feel pretty secure. Okay, good. One other question about your wife. She's putting money into this pension. How many years does she have in the system right now? Five years. What's the, I mean, she's younger than you are. She's 36. So what do you think is the the path for her? Will she work till 55 or 60-ish? Is that what you're thinking? 
Yeah, we what we were kind of thinking was if she would work till 55, then we could kind of retire at the same time together. And that gives her 25 years in so she can collect the pension at that point. Do you have any idea about what 25 years in would give her? I mean, I know it's based on today's numbers, but do you have any general sense of what that would be? Yeah, I, I looked at it and I mean, just a rough guesstimate. I, I think it's probably going to be about 40, 45,000 a year. That's awesome. If you look at your total spending right now, I know now you're maxing your Roth, so that's awesome, right? If you look at your spending, you do have three kids, it's expensive, but do you have a sense of what you think you need to live on? I think right now we're spending between six and seven thousand a month, but that in, that includes the mortgage. So I'm hoping by the time we retire, you know, we've gotten rid of that mortgage. How many years left on the mortgage? Twenty five. This is all good news. I mean, it's nice. And and will she? So she retires at fifty five because she's in a school system. Does that mean that? She, and you'll be sixty five, so you'll have Medicare. Will she have health care for those ten years before she gets Medicare? I don't think so. Oh, <gasps> what? In I New York, if you're a teacher, you get that. Yeah, I don't uh, think it's included. I can double check that, but I'm pretty sure we might have to go out to the exchange. All right. All right. So we got to just, I mean, listen, so even if it's six or 7,000 a month, let's not presume that it's going down much. What's your social security benefit, John? Uh, I looked at it. I think it was around 1,700 a month, 1,800. Mm-hmm. Will she have a carve out? Will she be able to claim social security or not? Yes. I was thinking this. I was thinking, first of all, you are light on cash, but you do have a hundred grand in cash in that brokerage account. So presuming you have a hundred thousand dollars in cash in the brokerage, plus we're gonna add another fifty from the crypto. I was thinking that you'd put fifteen grand each, or sixteen grand is what you can do, sixteen grand into each of the three five twenty nine plans. Sixteen, sixteen, sixteen. And that's it. And then the rest of it, I think you got to, I think that you stick with your investing. The index funds are perfect. You know, I, I would take some of that cash. I would probably take some of the cash and dip your toe into some bonds. And so if you've got 50 grand in cash that you, we want to leave 50 in cash, I'd put another 50 in sort of, if you feel weird about doing it all at once, I'd put, you know, five grand a month into the bond funds and get you, I would like you to be 10% in bonds at least. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was, was thinking. I wasn't sure if it was, if it made sense to rebalance into some bonds now or, you know, in, in, say in the future when we're like 10 years out or something like that. Yeah, I would do it now. I think that it's good practice to, to not be so overwhelmingly stock. And I'd love it if, you know, by the end of the year, you're 10% bonds, that would be good. Maybe next year you sort of go to 15% or so. But listen, you have one huge advantage that many people don't have, and that is you have the pension guarantee. And to some extent, that can help you navigate some of these horrible periods that we will have in the stock market and the bond market, because you have the security of knowing you're going to get a stream of income. There's a whole reason why we own bonds is to, you know, sort of twofold. One is to create fixed income. You already have that from the pension. And the other is to just have an asset class that acts differently than stocks. I think it'd be smart to do this. I would like to take some of the money out of the crypto. It's always nice for people to take money out and to feel like, hey, you know what? I've got a good, I've had a good run here. I'll keep a small position, relatively speaking. And otherwise, I think you guys are in very good shape. You're on track here. You really are. Um, I would like you to increase life insurance. Mark, how much life insurance should they each get? I mean, they have a seven-year-old. So we've got at least, you know, 15 years more where there's a kid. How much more life insurance do they need? 
I would say minimum, like probably seven fifty each. Yeah, I mean, I just think that it's weird, John, because in 15 years, you'd be like, why do I need this? You won't need it, right? Because every year that goes by, the kids get older and your money continues to grow, right? But if something terrible happened to you guys together today, ugh, it would be rough or one of you because then you, you're, the other one is left, especially, you know, frankly, if your wife were to predecease you, you don't get her pension. And so then the pressure is on. So I would, I agree. I would at least have a half a million, probably 750 on each of you. See if you can get it through work. If you're going to get it through work, you want to make sure it's portable, meaning you can take it somewhere else just in case you get headhunted and someone else wants you to procure something for their website. Tell me about the estate planning. Uh, we did take care of that. I, I uh, took some lessons from listening to your show, and uh, we got a lawyer at the beginning of this year and got that all taken care of. We have you are the all best. the documents done. How about that, Mark? How about it? Tell your wife that you guys have done a great job. Congratulations on getting a master's with no student loan debt. So also congratulations on that. Thanks very much, Jill. Hey, one more quick question. Sure. I think, and I touched on it, but I don't know if I got the answer was, uh, my wife has that 403B available to her. Should we be putting any money in that? Or do you think we're good with what we have? I feel like you're maxing your Roth. You're both doing um, Roths in addition. I mean, is the cash flow there? Can you Do you have extra money every month? We could probably do a couple hundred, two, three hundred bucks a month. Or I could just keep adding that to the- I'd rather fund. just add it to the brokerage. Okay. Build up that that nice reserve. Get ready for college. Watch, these kids are going to surprise them. They're going to be like, you know what? We're not going to state school. We're going to go to uh, Haverford or some fancy ass school, and then you, then you'll call us back, okay? Well, they better get some scholarships. <laughs> <laughs> if you like John, have a little drawer full of cryptocurrency, and would like some advice, or you've got a lump sum, or you're just trying to make some decisions about your next best steps, give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button. And we would be delighted to get you on the air live. Mark will do it. While you're on the website, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. You can follow Ion Money wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And you can also check out our other program. It's called Jill on Money. We very much appreciate you leaving us a rating and a review. If you wouldn't mind, that would be great. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Mark Talaris, was the co-host and executive producer of this program. We are distributed by CBS. Please try to do something nice for someone else today. And remember our mantra here, curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, starting May 8th, wherever you get your podcasts. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. 
The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. 